Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen to today's message from God's Word. start at verse 7 and uh, read down through the end of the chapter. I was, um, I've been thinking for, for a while uh, since last time I preached on, you know, what I would preach uh, next time, and I, I was listening to, um, I was listening to Jerry Clower, old comedian, and uh, most of you probably know him, and uh, he did a bit on uh he was talking about he had gone, every time he goes somewhere, people want to tell him what's wrong with the country. And he replied and said, I'll tell you what's wrong with the country is you. And he said, the number one thing that's wrong with this country is, in his words, don't nobody love like they're supposed to. So I want to preach uh, this morning, or for a little bit, on a real love. 1 John chapter number 4, verse number 7, he says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth, uh, he that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested that uh, the love of God toward us because that God sent His only begotten Son in the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby we know that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known be, and believed that, uh, and believe the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth, casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. 
If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath, whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that who loveth God love his brother also. He said, I want to, just for a few moments, um, talk about real love. The real love that, that only God the Father can have. The kind of love that, that we are commanded to have. Real, true love. I broke down verse by verse, and, and I typically don't do this. I usually have just three or four little points to say, but I kind of went verse, down, verse by verse for a little bit. And, and some of the, the, the keys in each verse that uh, kind of stood out to me. But real love. What is real love? What is it like to have real love? He said, let us love one another, for love is of God. We can't have love without having God. You can't have love over here and God over here. You can't have God without having love. Because the love of God, if we love God, if we have a relationship with God that as Christians we claim to have, if we truly have that relationship, then love is manifest in us and love is shown in our actions. Love is compassion. Love is, is, is caring one for another. And not just those in our immediate community, but those, or those in our church, but those around us. Love is having compassion for the homeless man on the street. Love is having compassion for someone who has not what we have. Love. I remember um, Brother Ron Garris, and he was, he was a fireball behind the pulpit, and and, uh, but if you ever talked to him, he was one of the most humble, kind, caring, compassionate men you'd ever met, a uh, man you've ever met. He, he was almost annoyingly so. I, I was, um, y'all know uh, Griffin, he's 11, almost 11 months now. So uh, he likes to watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Okay. And uh, I found it on DVD, got it for him. And I was watching it with, with the mindset of, of as, as an adult, watching it now, you know. And I noticed something. Fred Rogers showed real love and compassion. Not, not for his TV program, but I was reading uh, a little bit of, of a biography on him. And uh, they said that, doing an interview with Fred Rogers was almost annoying because you couldn't get a question across because he had that much love and compassion for everyone else. Love one for another. Love that, love that is truly of God. To love is to know God. We can't show real love without a personal relationship with God. 
And in verse 8, and several times in this passage, he, he, he makes probably one of the most pure, well, I mean, all statements in the Bible are pure, but if this was the only piece of the Bible we had, God is love. You know, we had this idea in our minds of God being being up on his throne, carrying a bolt of lightning, waiting, waiting for us to mess up. And that's not God. God is love. So much so that he gave his only son for us, that he sent his son to die on the cross for your sins and mine. The ultimate act of love. I, I didn't put it down, but I was watching, I was scrolling through uh, Facebook the other day, Veterans Day, and someone had posted the verse, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Great love. The kind of love that Jesus had, the kind of love that, that God the Father had to send his only son to die for our sins. True love. Love that is manifest through us. Love that, that is shown through us. When they talk, when back, back in Acts, it says they were first called Christians at Antioch. They were called that because they were Christ-like. Because they had love that, that shone through them. Love that, <clears throat> that in everything they did was seen. That kind of love. Andrew and I were hanging out Friday night, and we're absolute idiots. I mean, I'll say it. Um, we, I was about the most prepared I've ever been on a camp out, I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, and we didn't actually camp all night, but uh, we went fishing, went down to the river, and uh, hung out for a little while. And uh, now we're both adults, we're, we're growing, I've, I've got a wife at home why don't we just go hang out for a little while? Because of brotherly love, that Philadelphia love. I remember in that little bit from Jerry Clower, he said he'd get a phone call every once in a while from his manager. He said, listen, I don't want to talk about anything. I just want to hear your voice for a minute because I love you. I spoke to... Um, uh, to Brother Robbie Smith a few weeks ago. One, I, I didn't get to see him while he was here, and, and two, I kind of wanted to, to hear what he had to say. You know, I kind of wanted to hear his voice because I love Brother Robbie Smith the way a Christian should love. We cannot show real love without a personal relationship with God because God is love. God sending his son to the cross is the ultimate act of love, and God love us, loved us that much. We uh, jokingly say from time to time that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see something or, or whatever, and we'll jokingly say, well, that's a face that only a mother could love. Well, we have a heart that only God could love. Because if we all knew our heart, 
if we knew our, each individual's heart, we probably wouldn't get along as well as we do. Yet God still loved us. He still cared for us. He still chose to give his life for us. The love of God is life. God's love is life. Yeah, we, we can live here on earth without it, but with God's love we have everlasting life. We have an eternal life. We have life that, that, care, that transcends time and space because of God's love. God's love is, is life. It's, it's the kind of love that, that if we truly knew the depths of, we'd probably break down in tears. If we truly understood God's love, it would overwhelm us. It would, it would take us to a point beyond what we can comprehend. God's love is, is an amazing love. It's an enduring love. It's the kind of love that is the kind of love that that only God could have. I love my son. And I would do anything for my son. But what I would not do is give my son for one of you. I'll say it. I wouldn't do it. Yet God did. He had that kind of love. He had the kind of love that that would put his son on the cross. And when we read and study our Bible, yes, Jesus willingly went to the cross, but he didn't want to. He even prayed, Lord, let this cup pass from me. And he said, but not my will, but yours be done. That kind of a love. The kind of love that would allow his son to hang there on the cross, beaten, bruised, to the point where you could not be recognized as a man. And all it would have taken was, was snap of a finger, wink of an eye. He'd come down. But it was his love that kept him down. So much love that when God the Father looked down on God the Son, he had to turn his back. Verse 11 says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. He so loved us. That's a little stronger than just saying he loved us. He loved us so. Because he loved us, we ought to love one another. I get tired of, of seeing this Rhetoric everywhere you turn, it's just hatred. 
everywhere. Everywhere you look is, is just pure hatred. We have politicians that have so much hatred for one man, they'd rather ruin the country than do their job. Pure hatred. You know, and, and this is, we use love and hate so loosely in our casual conversation. You know, we might say something to the effect of, I hate such and such football team, you know. And well, truthfully and honestly, we don't hate them. We just don't like them. I don't like the University of Auburn, okay. I would not allow my son to go to the University of Auburn, Okay. However, I don't, wish, I don't wish the University of Auburn dead. As much as I don't like them, I don't wish them dead. It's a good school. I just don't like them. You know, I don't necessarily like University of Florida. I don't a whole lot care for Georgia. You know, that's, that's just me. But I'm not going to say I hate those schools. You know, when we played basketball, we played against a school over in Brunswick. We don't like them. Not going to say I hate them. Because we ought to love one another. I remember Brother Carlton Allen laid it out absolute perfect. Um, I love Brother Allen. love to hear him preach. Probably one of the best preachers in the area by a long shot. Uh, but he laid it out perfect one time. He said, I don't have to like you, but I'm commanded to love you. I have to love you. Because God loved us first. He loved us to the point he gave his son. I know I've repeated that a couple of times, but I have to love somebody. I have to love. I can't call myself a Christian and not love somebody. I cannot stand here today and claim to be a preacher and not love my fellow man. I, I heard someone make a statement the other day, and well, I say the other day, it's been a while, about me, and that person didn't know me. I think they know me better now than they did, but they made a statement. And my reply was, I cannot believe every word in the Bible is true. I cannot claim to be a Christian. And I cannot claim to be a preacher and be what you just called me. It cannot be done. Because God commanded us to love one another. That God so of the world. Well, that clears up everything right there. I'm supposed to love like God loves. I'm supposed to love, I'm supposed to show the kind of love God shows. I'm supposed to love one another. I'm supposed to love my fellow man. After all, we are all created equal. I'm supposed to love everybody. Love 
one another. By showing someone my love for them, I'm showing them God's love. Living the kind of life of love is to live a godly life. Living the kind of life that that I'm supposed to live as a Christian, that I'm commanded to to live, that, that I'm supposed to strive for, is to live a godly life. You know, we, all, we, we have heroes in our lives. One of mine is, is uh, Mr. Bucky Anderson that um, owned Western Auto for many, many, many years, probably. I, I think at one point in time, if anyone in Lowndes County had credit somewhere, they had credit with Western Auto. And... Uh, and, and Mr. Bucky is, is a hero of mine. And when I think back on him now, how much love and compassion he had. He'd give somebody a loan, you know, a 90-day note on a handshake, which, of course, times were different back then. He had love. The kind of man I'd, I'd like to grow up to be. Very respected man. Uh, you could say a true gentleman, but he had love. Always showed love to every customer that walked in our door. You could tell that it, it was more than business for him. It, it was love. I can't say that I love God and hate somebody else. I can't can't live my life that way. It's, it's impossible. <clears throat> One of my favorite songs in our hymn book is The Love of God. And to me, that last verse is probably the greatest piece of poetry ever penned down. And, and I'm not trying to change the Bible, but you could take that last verse and stick it in the Bible and it fit perfectly. Talk about the love of God. If every man were a scribe and, and the oceans were, were filled with ink and, and the skies were parchment, drained the oceans, to describe God's love would drain the oceans and there wouldn't be enough parchment left to truly describe the love of God because it's real love. True love. Pure love. We're probably going to get out of here a little bit early. <laughs> but God's love. The kind of love that... The kind of love for one another that's just pure. It's unconditional. It's perfect. It's a perfect love. It is a love that is beyond what, what we can comprehend. 
It's a love that dwells in us and through us. And if we truly love God and have that relationship with God and we have that love one with another. Not just for, like I said, not, not, not just in the church, but for that guy that just went down Madison Highway. For those cars running up I-75. That kind of love. Brother Danny, I, I caught the tail end of his um, lesson this morning. You know why people drink? Why they get drunk, get out in the car, and take off down the road? No love. Everywhere we look, there's just no love. That's what's wrong with our country. It's not COVID. It's not politics. It's not gas prices. Yeah, there, those are problems, but the number one problem is, is love. We've been divided and separated. And essentially taught to hate each other. This side's taught to hate this side, and this side's taught to hate this side. And no wonder we can't get anything done. Because there's no love. There's no real love. There's the I love you, the empty I love you. But there's no real love. There's no unconditional love. There's no perfect love. It's the love of God. Love that is of God. Love that is God. Go ahead and have the musicians come. It's a few minutes early. That's fine. Do we really love one another? Do we love in the way that God commanded us to? <clears throat> Altars are open.